0: Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments on this Sabbath day. Thank you for tuning in to our channel. As always, we pray that we both would continue growing and increasing in the knowledge of Yah's Laws and Commandments. And so this morning we're going to begin talking about obeying the Sabbath fixes many things. Now, a disclaimer to begin with, if you decide I'm going to keep the Sabbath just to get my life turned around, well chances are it's going to be a long road coming. But, if you begin to start to keep the Sabbath, you step out in faith, all because you see that it is written in Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. And as you read Yahweh's Laws and Commandments, as you read His Word, and because you see it, in the word of Yahweh then you step out in faith and begin to obey it and keep it separate it and live your life in obedience to laws, Yah's laws and commandments and keeping the Sabbath all because Yahweh's word says to keep the Sabbath then your heart is right and then his blessing and I can't explain it when we started when we saw in the word that the Sabbath was from generation to generation that the Sabbath was forever we saw it in creation the yah kept the Sabbath we saw throughout the Torah We saw in the life of Yahshua Yahshua, that he kept the Sabbath. We saw in the book of Acts they kept the Sabbath. And we read through good, reliable resources that the Sabbath day and the feast days were still functioning in the body of Messiah all the way up to the 3rd century or the 4th century. When Constantine, who was a pagan sun god worshiper, began to institute a change because he was a sun god worshiper, he defied, rebelled against anything that had to do with Yahweh, and just understand this, that not keeping the seventh day Sabbath is Simply rebellion. Especially for those who know that the seventh day Sabbath is the biblical Sabbath. And if you still keep the Sunday Sabbath, or it isn't even the Sabbath, it's the pagan sun god's day of worship unto the sun, and if you still keep that day, or you try to keep both days, something's amiss. So, we're going to go over just a few short scriptures. I mean, there's over a hundred scriptures that you could go, go over. Remember Psalm 112, verse 1. It says, Blessed is the man who fears Yahweh and delights greatly in his commandments. So, One of his commandments, and one of the most important commandments, one of the most commandments that will transform your life, or at least get you on the way to a fixed, transformed, healed, delivered life, is to obey the Sabbath, to keep the Sabbath, like I'm sure many other people have this testimony like we did. We didn't know what to do on the Sabbath. We just separated. We stay out of stores. We didn't go to restaurants. We stayed home. We rested. And we had study with a few people. And we began to teach what thus saith Yahweh concerning the Sabbath. And we began to reveal how wrong we were in what we thought was the Sabbath on the first day of the week. And so let's start off in Isaiah 56, verse 2. I'm going to try to keep this short. But I would encourage you, research all the scriptures that refer to the Sabbath Luke 4.18, we know this where it says that Yeshua quoted this out of Isaiah, that the Spirit of Yahweh is upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to set the captives free. He has anointed me to uh, bring recovery of sight to the blind, so on and so forth. But the very first part of that verse says that he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day as his custom was as his custom was the Messiah kept the Sabbath now in the letter of John it says that we are to walk as the Messiah walked, or in other words we are to do the things the same things that the Messiah did yes he healed the sick Yes, he casts out devils. Yes, he raised the dead. Yes, he performed signs, wonders, and miracles by the Ruach. But he also obeyed the Sabbath. He also kept the Torah. So, in Isaiah 56 and verse 2, it says, Blessed is the man who does this. So, if you want Yah's blessing upon you, Then you need to do what he's about, the the prophet Isaiah is about to reveal to you. Blessed is the man who does this, the Son of Man who lays hold on it, keeping the Sabbath or the Shabbat in Hebrew from defiling it. So you need to keep it. From defiling it. How can you defile the Sabbath? Going out to lunch, breakfast, or supper in a restaurant. Having people wait on you, serve you. Another way you can defile the Sabbath is to go, quote unquote, to church on Sunday thinking that you're keeping the Sabbath. See, I just assumed that. Because that's what we we were taught, or it was implied to us from the pulpit that Sunday was the day of worship for the Creator and for the Messiah. And that is so wrong. It is, Sunday is the day of worship for L-O-R-D, which in Hebrew is Baal. And every time you see the word Lord in the scriptures, it's referencing Baal. Even when Constantine hired correctors and he changed the scriptures from Yahweh and Yahshua to l o r d and g o d he did that with the purpose for you to not, for you to be deceived into thinking you were representing or you were worshiping or you were confessing or you were honoring Yahweh and Yeshua, but you were really honoring the Sun gods Baal Zeus Tammuz and that's part of why he hired what he called correctors that they went through the scripture and removed Yahweh's feast days and put in their pagan feast days he removed Yahweh's name and Yeshua's name and put in pagan names Greek names that, you know, nowhere in just common sense with the Hebrew community call the Creator, the Most High, the Almighty, by a Greek, pagan, Latin name. They wouldn't do it. That's just common sense. They didn't even speak Greek. But nonetheless, those are some of the ways you can defile it. Another way that you can defy the scriptures is to go grocery shopping, to go to the mall, to go any other kind of shopping, any kind of commercial activity. Excuse me. Okay, so it says, Blessed is the man who does this, the son of man who lays holds on it, keeping the Sabbath from defiling it, and keeping his hand from doing evil when you keep the Sabbath with joy all because you see it in his word then his blessing goes to work and the things in your life that you're struggling with the things in your life that are a mess will be fixed will be set in proper order. I remember just the other day, I was watching a testimony, and the guy said he had such anger issues. And when he started to keep the Sabbath, he couldn't explain it. But those anger issues went away. And a few times when he disobeyed the Sabbath, they came flooding back that week. And so there's there's something supernatural that takes place in the life of a believer in Messiah when he steps out in faith and begins to obey the Sabbath there also and this I can testify to and everybody in our fellowship testifies to this that when they started to keep the Sabbath there was a great peace Now, the only thing that's allowed for you to do on the Sabbath is if someone needs help. You're going to be a blessing to someone to help them. Now, you can use that as an excuse to justify and break the Sabbath, and that won't fly in Yahweh's eyes. You may think it's justifying you. Well, I'm going to spend time with my friend You know, because it says if you do good, we're going to go shopping and we're going to, no, that doesn't fly. Now, if if this person needs some food cooked because they broke their legs or they're in bed sick or, you know, they had a heart attack and they're recovering and they can't do some things for themselves and you go to assist them, you go to help them, you go to spend time with them, that's allowed. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with, on the Sabbath, if, if you want to go to the park with your children and, and just spend time with your family in the park, you know, you, you take something that was prepared on the Sabbath, or on the preparation day, or you just, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking food out of the refrigerator, like we eat a lot of salads, So you know, taking your salad fixings out of the refrigerator, putting them together in a bowl, and taking them to the park, or or eating them, or heating something up on the stove. The problem is, is is that you shouldn't go gather the food, gather. And the problem in the scriptures it says he went and he gathered wood for a fire. No, you're not supposed to go gather things. Now, if the wood's already in the house, put it in the furnace. Or put it in the fireplace to stay warm. Same way, you know, it's not against Sabbath to stay warm. It's not against Sabbath to flip on the light switch, to turn on the air conditioner, so on and so forth. All right. <clears throat> now, let's. here's another scripture. So, The testimony that you hear from almost everybody, when they decided to keep the Sabbath and they had the right heart, they saw it in the Word and they stepped out in faith and saw that this is biblical. And they began to obey it. They began to do it. Every one of them said, Peace that passes all understanding began to flood them. And so if you're a person that is having a hard time struggling with obeying the Sabbath or obeying any of other Yahweh's laws and commandments, maybe you're struggling with, you love certain foods that that Yahweh doesn't classify as food, that he classifies as cleaners of the earth, like shrimp, lobster, uh, catfish, pork, pig, whatever then you need to hear this that when you disobey yahweh's laws and commandments there are stiff consequences to pay now there's a verse in ephesians 3 verse 16 and it says to be strong in yahweh and in the power of his might this is what the King James says but I'm going to read this out of another version um, the King James says be strong in Yahweh in the power of his might okay this version says and this is the LEB version that he Yahweh would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit In the inner person. So, Yahweh, you can pray that for yourself. That you would be strengthened with power through His Spirit, Yahweh's Spirit, in your inner man. Remember, He said, that you shall receive power after the Ruach has come upon you. Yeshua also said, Behold, I give unto you power to walk on and tread on over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. So the bottom line is, it is if you do something, you know you shouldn't do it, you have yielded to temptation, you have given yourself over to the works of the flesh and to rebellion to do whatever it is you're being tempted to do. But it said there that we can be pray to be strengthened with Yah's power in the inner man so that we would have enough strength and power to submi- keep submitting ourselves to Yahweh's laws and commandments and to keep resisting hasatan And then he will flee. See, if you resist him long enough and strong enough, whether it's an addiction or whether it's a temptation, whatever it is, he will flee from you. How did Yahshua resist the devil in Luke 4? He stood on, believed and obeyed and confessed and spoke the Torah. Scriptures out of the Torah against the evil one and against His temptation. And you and I can do the same thing. We can be strengthened with power by His Spirit in the inner man so that we can keep His Sabbath. And we can resist the world's pressure. We can resist the pressure to make money. We can resist the fear of a losing your job, we can resist temptation to disobey and rebel against Yah's laws and commandments, which says to keep, remember to keep the Sabbath day separated. All right. Psalm 119, verse 165. It says, Psalm 119, verse 165 says great peace have they which keep the Torah which keep thy law so it says here that when you obey Yah's laws and commandments his Torah his instructions Great peace will be in your life. That that, that doesn't just mean when things are easy. That also means when you're facing difficult circumstances. That great peace will be upon you because you love His law. Because you obey His law. Here let's let's turn there so you can you can see this for yourself. It says, Great peace is to those who love your Torah. And then it says, and there is no stumbling block to them. No matter what the enemy throws at you, you will not stumble over it. You will use the power and the authority Yahshua gave you. And you will rise up and walk on and tread on over all the power of the enemy. And it says, Luke 10:19, and nothing shall by any means harm you. No disease will harm you. No demon will harm you. No fear will harm you. No anxiety will harm you. No medication that you may need to take for health reasons will harm you. Great peace have they which love thy Torah. See, it doesn't just say those that keep it out of duty or people that are in Christianity, they say, I don't have to keep His laws and commandments. See, they've, they're already out in a rebellious land because it's not about whether you have to. But it's about Loving Yahweh. It's about loving his laws and commandments. It's about loving his Torah with great joy. And then it says great peace. That's why when you obey the Sabbath and you keep the Sabbath with great peace it will be yours. That's why it comes upon us. Because it's promised when you love the Torah great peace will come upon you when you keep the the torah when you keep the sabbath or any other commandments in the torah and there will be no stumbling block hallelujah all right now in mark chapter 4 verse 20 yeshua started in verse 14 and he's teaching About the Torah. He said. That. Well let's just turn there. I space it out. And every time I. Space it out. I always believe. Well I'm supposed to go to it. So Mark chapter 4 verse 16. It says in these. Or verse 14. It says the sower. Sows the word. What's the Word? See, a lot of Christians talk about the Word, but they don't obey the Word. They just pick and choose what Christianity has taught them about what they think the Word is. The Word is the Torah. Think about this. There was no Ephesians, Colossians, all that when Yeshua said this. All that there was was the Torah, And the prophets and the Psalms. So when you when Yeshua, Yahshua said the sower sows the word, he's literally saying the sower sows the Torah, the sower sows Yahweh's laws and commandments, the sower sows the instructions of the Most High. And then it talks about the different types of field or ground. And then it says, and these are those being sown on good ground. So if you are good ground, you are going to do what this says. It says, who hear and welcome the Torah. So if the Torah is teaching you about the Sabbath, you could literally say, these are those being sown on good ground who hear and welcome or accept What the Torah says about the Sabbath, or what the Torah says about having any other gods before you, uh, or about what the Torah says about His name and to keep His name, what the Torah says about foods and unclean foods, what the Torah says about the Sabbath, when you accept or welcome what the Torah says about any subject, it then says, you will, re- you will be a ground that will produce fruit, some 30, <clears throat> some 60, and some a hundredfold. So. What that tells me is that when you see something in the Word, and Yahshua is the Word, the Torah is the Word, and you welcome it, you accept it, you receive it, you step out in faith and begin to obey it, then that Word... And the promises connected to that word, to that law, to that statute, to that judgment, to that commandment, will produce in your life 30, 60, and 100-fold. That's why when you step out in faith and you begin to obey the Sabbath, great peace comes upon you, and that other things in your life will be supernaturally Fixed, restored, healed, delivered in the power of His name. Why? Because you are obeying the Torah. You are the soul of your heart has accepted and received that seed and possibly immediately or after a short period of time that seed within you as you continue to obey it will produce 30, 60, and 100 hundredfold harvest. That's why everybody has a testimony for the better that when they began to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments and began to obey the Sabbath, <coughs> positive things began to happen in their life. Now, you may experience some negative things, like friends will think you're crazy. Uh, you might even lose your job, but you'll get a better job. But nonetheless, you will produce thirty-six or 100-fold when you receive and accept what the Torah says. But now for those, mainly in Christianity, they don't accept it. Why? Rebellions in their heart. Rebellions in their heart. They reject it. They only accept certain things That they don't have to do nothing about or that seems easy peasy. And believe me, obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments is not that difficult. When you see it in the Word, you accept it, you receive it in your heart, and you begin to obey it. Yeah, you might fall short. I fall short. But you just repent. And you seek Yahweh... And you feed on what the Word says on that subject. And the power of that Word will come within you for you to do and live according to God's laws and commandments. So the key is, you can't just disobey the Sabbath because aunt says to do it, uncle says to do it, brother says to do it, sister says to do it. This pastor said to do it, this rabbi said to do it, you must obey it because you see it for yourself in the scriptures. And as you see it for yourself in the scriptures, and you step out in faith with joy to obey it, you will produce thirty, sixty, or a hundredfold. Now here's just a couple scriptures uh concerning the Sabbath. Exodus twenty verses eight through eleven. It says, to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy, or that word holy means separate. What you do, the other six days, is all up to you. The seventh day is a day of rest. It's a day uh, of fellowship, gathering together with with other believers, whether it's via internet, over the phone, whether it's in a house, whatever. Okay, Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 says, Yahweh blessed the seventh day and made it separate. So in creation, Yahweh ordained the seventh day, not the first day. Constantine is the one that ordained the first day. Catholicism is the one that continues to ordain, ordain the first day. Christianity is the one that continues to ordain the first day. And that is rebellion according to the scriptures. The scriptures say that Yahweh ordained the seventh day. So anything we try to make it say anything is just simply rebellion. Yahshua kept the Sabbath. The early believers kept the Sabbath. Paul kept the Sabbath. The first 300 years they kept the Sabbath. Alright? Here's another good one. Ezekiel 20, verse 12 says, the prophet says, Yahweh gave His Sabbath, so they're called Yahweh Sabbath, as a sign between Yahweh and the believer. So that simply means when you obey the Sabbath and you keep it separated, it is a sign that Yahweh, Yahshua, is in your life, that you are obeying his laws and commandments, and that you are his people. You are grafted in, you are part of his family, you are part of the children of Israel. Now, if you don't keep the Sabbath and you Come up with all kinds of reasons to justify it. But you keep the first day, or you try to do both to please others, again, still rebellion, still stubborn, which is idolatry. It's one or the other, folks. It's not hard to get. All right. So it's a sign in the spirit world that demons know, and that Yahweh knows that this one belongs to Yahweh. And when you keep the first day, that's also a sign to Satan and to Yahweh that you are honoring sun gods and you reject, you defy the Sabbath. Now, many of us might not have ever heard any kind of teaching like this. So, you'll be innocent to a certain degree, but now that you've heard, you will need to do your research, and you will need to decide whether or not me and my house will serve Yahweh, or me and my house will serve pagan sun gods. And that's what Joshua was referring to. They were serving, other people were serving pagan sun gods, the gods of the Canaanite. And he said, no, me and my house are going to serve Yahweh. Yahweh." Colossians 2, verse 16. And then Nehemiah 13. Powerful verses. Colossians 2, verse 16 and 17 says, Let no one judge you in regard to a feast day, a new moon, or a Sabbath. So don't let anyone criticize you because you keep the Sabbath day. That's what Paul was saying here in context. He wasn't saying that you don't have to keep the new moon, the feast days, or the Sabbath. He says don't let anyone judge you for keeping them. Hallelujah. One more. In Nehemiah, Nehemiah, okay, let's turn there, Nehemiah 13, Uh, here we go, Nehemiah 13, and starting in verse 15, it says, in those days I saw in Judah ones treading wine presses on the Sabbath, or in other words, they were conducting business on the Sabbath and bringing in sheaves and loading donkeys, also wine, grapes, figs, and all burdens, which they brought into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. And I testified against them on the day they sold food. Men of Tyre also lived in it, who brought fish and all wares, and were selling on the Sabbath, See, this is why Yahshua went through the temple and turned all over those tables of money changers. And he says, I testified against them on the day they sold. Uh, Verse 17, And I contended with the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this evil thing that you do defiling the sabbath day okay so any kind of business on the sabbath day is defiling the sabbath sabbath day excuse me did not your fathers do this meaning those that were in Torah did not our Elohim bring all this evil on us and on this city Yet you are adding more wrath on Israel by defiling the Sabbath. So when you defile the Sabbath, you are bringing more wrath and more of the curse that is found in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 15 and following upon yourself. When you keep defiling the Sabbath, when you keep compromising the Sabbath, when you keep rebelling against the Sabbath, when you keep being stubborn to submit to and love Yahweh's laws and commandments you're going to bring more wrath upon yourself which is going to make your life more miserable and it happened when the gates of Jerusalem began to be shaded as the sun was setting see in Genesis it says that the beginning of the day is at sunset and the end of the day is at, let me see, did I say that right? The beginning of the day is, yes, is at sunset, when the sun is going down. And the end of the day is the following sunset. And he says, just before the Sabbath began. So again here, Nehemiah is confirming that the Sabbath begins at sundown. Sundown Friday is the beginning of the seventh day, and sundown Saturday is the end of the seventh day, which is when Yahshua was resurrected. He says, I commanded that the gates should be shut, and commanded that they should not be open until after the Sabbath. And I stationed some of my servants at the gates so that there should be no merchandise brought in on the Sabbath day. And the merchants and sellers of all the wares stayed the night outside Jerusalem once or twice. Then I testified against them and said to them, Why are you staying around the wall?" If you do it again, I will send a hand against you. Meaning, you're going to get arrested. From that time, they did not come on the Sabbath. I said to the Levites that they should be cleansing themselves, and they should come guarding the gates to sanctify, separate the Sabbath day O my Elohim, remember me for this also, and spare me according to your great mercy. So we can clearly see here that Nehemiah, you know, when a lot of people have preached on Nehemiah rebuilding the walls, they don't go there, they don't go here because they pick and choose. They want the walls of Catholicism and Christianity and their theology restored. But here, Nehemiah, biblical Nehemiah, restored the walls and restored Jerusalem to keep the Sabbath day. So if you're going to preach and teach about repairing the walls, you have to include the part of stopping all commercialism on the Sabbath, preaching to people and teaching people to renounce it and repent of it, to turn away from it, and to keep and to reinstitute Yahweh's Sabbath according to Yahweh's biblical seventh-day Sabbath, starting at sundown, on the seventh day, and ending at sundown. This is how you get your life fixed. This is how great peace will come upon your life. Why? Because you love His Torah. Because you step out in faith and obey the Torah with joy. And so, if you have not been keeping the Sabbath, or compromising the Sabbath, or maybe you've never understood these things, Google and research every scripture that, that has to do with the Sabbath. Here, here, here's one good one we didn't get to. In Acts chapter 13, And I don't remember if it's verse 14 or verse 4. Let's see if it's verse 4. Um, here, let me pull it up. Maybe I, I got my chapters mistaken. Um, bear with me, please. Let's see here. Should have wrote it down. Should have could have. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to our, our um, channel. And we pray that Yahweh would make His face shine upon you. Also, I want to encourage you. Now, here's one. One. Uh, Acts chapter 16 and verse 13. On the Sabbath day, it says, they went outside the gate to the riverside where we supposed there was a place of prayer and we sat down and spoke with the women there. So again, on the Sabbath day, they were keeping the Sabbath. Okay, let's keep, here we go, verse 42. It says, but the Jews having gone out of the synagogue the Gentiles begged that these words be spoken to them on the next sabbath and the synagogue being broken up many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of Elohim and in coming and in the coming sabbath almost all the city gathered to hear the word of Yahweh. Yahweh. So we see here that in Acts, after the resurrection, that they were still keeping the Sabbath. So Father, I just want to encourage people listening to keep the Sabbath, to to read, to study it in the Word, and to see From the word that in the beginning you commanded us to keep the Sabbath. And there are scriptures that says that we are to keep it from generation to generation forever. We also see that Yahshua kept the Sabbath. The disciples kept the Sabbath. The first believers kept the Sabbath. So Father, I pray that every one of us would receive power from the Ruach. To obey all your laws and commandments. And especially to keep the Sabbath. And that your great peace would come upon all our lives. And that areas of, of our lives that need fixing. That need, that need restoration. That need healing. That need deliverance. That you would grant it and do it by the power of your blessing. Bless it. Is the man who keeps the Sabbath blessed? Is the man who fears Yahweh's laws and commandments, which includes the Sabbath? So, Father, we thank you for making your face shine on us, giving us great peace, and we thank you for the Sabbath as we seek to obey it, to walk in it, in the power of your name. Now. If you don't have a local assembly, or if you just want to sow an offering into Yahweh, uh, Yahshua assembly, we'd greatly appreciate it. It would help us to, to give. It would help us to help others. It would help us um, to purchase things like better equipment to do these, to do these teachings and it would it would just be a blessing so the scripture says give and it shall be given unto you so I want to just encourage you to give to all Torah assemblies that are in your life and to give to the widows to give to the widowers to give to people that are struggling financially To help those in need. We are still commanded to bring our tithes and offerings into the storehouse. Yahshua amplified in Matthew 23 that we are to continue in our tithing, but not forsake the other good things in Torah. So I just want to encourage you to give to all ministries that are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Help them. Help them reach souls. Help provide for them. Help provide for people in those ministries. Help them in whatever ways that they may need help in. And if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us. Our website is YahwehYashuaAssembly.com or you can connect with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page or you can connect with Mark Pulley. But until next time, Yahweh bless you, Yahweh make His face shine upon you, and Yahweh bring great increase and multiplication in your life, in every area of your life, as you listen and hear His laws and commandments and obey them. Until next time, Yahweh bless you.